Hi, I'm Allison Mercer from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I would consider myself a hobby jogger, but in my day job, I'm project manager and also work social media and answer all the questions for fastestknowntime.com. And then my husband, Ben, next to me. Yes, um, Ben Mercer here, longtime listener, first time caller um, from Atlanta, Georgia. I would say I'm an athlete, but that feels contrived. I'm generally just a lover of the outdoors and uh, running and hiking. Excellent. Well done. So as Allison mentioned, she is our social media coordinator for fastestknowntime.com and also answers all of your questions that come in on the contact form. And you two are recently married, I believe. Is that right? Yes, we were married um, early in COVID. It feels like a lifetime already in COVID years, but uh, March 19th of 2020. And you know why that's special? No, why? year anniversary of Ben's Georgia Loop FKT. Okay, so this, this so you two met uh, by doing things of this nature. So do you think that FKT.com is the equivalent of Match.com? Yes. So I heard of Ben because um, during one run, our friend Evan was talking about his friend Ben that just set a fastest known time on the Georgia Loop. And I had no idea, A, what the Georgia Loop was. B, what a fastest known time was, and C, who Ben was. So I I just played along because, you know, what do you do when someone's acting very matter of fact? Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Cool. I love it. And then I looked it up, looked up his numbers and how fast he was going. And the Georgia Loop combines some of the hardest trails in Georgia. And it's over 57 miles, 15,000 feet of climbing and 15,000 feet of descent. And so, and looking at his time was amazing. I was just blown away that someone could run that fast over that terrain and just easy, no problem. So fast forward to, I guess it was June when Ben started following me on Strava. And I was just like, why would the Ben Mercer follow me like hobby jogger just got into trail running. Um, you know, I had no idea. And then I just started commenting on some of his runs. He commented back and I'm just like, Oh my gosh, he, he likes me. Like we're talking and, and he's actually responding and he started following me on Instagram. And then I, he posted a picture and I responded and we just started talking back and forth. And then I was like, I'll shoot my shot. I'll ask him to go run. So we went for a run um, on the AT and the rest is history. Yeah, it's, His, uh, History is being made. We could, we could. Add. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, in a nutshell, yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> the story, but you know, now I have somebody that likes to do all these fun, hurdy things in the mountains with me. So it's good to have uh, an adventure partner. This is terrific. Well, Allison, based on your experience working with fastestknowntime.com, do you think we could add a dating component to this? Do you think Peter Backwin would be interested in moderating that? I mean, with his computer skills and knowledge, 
I think anything is possible. And with so many people doing it, I mean, at least, you know, you have something in common. You like to run. You're not afraid of adventure and you're committed and you just go with the tagline, your pace or mine. So, Oh, your pace. Oh, it's okay. This tips, these are good single tips. Hope uh, listeners are picking up on these. Uh, this is a good success story, seriously speaking. I don't think Peter would be quite interested in a dating site. Uh, that was a little bit of an inside joke. But you two have gotten it done, in fact. You went out and started doing things together. And heck, just this October, you two got the FKT on the Georgia section of the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, that's correct. Um, it was October 3rd, I believe. Mm -hmm. So it's been a little over a month um, since then. But yeah, we started um, early October 3rd from Bly Gap in North Carolina and ran to the southern terminus of the Appalachian Trail at Springer Mountain. Uh, it took us about 23 hours and 23 minutes approximately. That was a lot of fun. I wouldn't do it again, but definitely, I think, a bucket list run for anybody in the southeast for sure. It was cool because we, how we train for it is we would do section by section. So you create memories. And so when you pass by each section, you're like, it puts a smile on your face because you're like, oh, do you remember when we did this? Or do you remember when this happened? Like our first date at Unicoi Gap. So that point, it was pretty tough. You knew you had, we had gone through all that was what, like 7, 8 a.m. So we're already up for six hours and just the memories that you bring back. And I remember Ben started following me on Strava when I did a Woody Gap run. So just all these things would just come back to me. And even when, you know, you're in mile eight or hour 18, you're just like, oh, remember that? No, I was just bonking my mind. So I'm like, oh, it's my it's hour 18. I'm just thinking about getting it done and proceeding with my death march. But it's good to know that she has the memories to um, help pull her through out of those dark spots. Yeah, it was definitely nice to have someone along. And the same thing when I said um, Georgia Loop FKT, it was nice to have someone with me that's pulling me along. I'm pulling him along. And it really is a team. And, and you want to talk about something that will test your relationship is running with someone for, um, with Georgia Loop 14 hours. And then with Georgia AT 23 hours and still being married after you know? <laughs> it's, a true testament. it's one thing to pace for, you know, 20 miles or something, but to do 80 plus miles with someone and say, okay, yeah, you really go through a lot together at that point because you really see each other at your lowest points where you're just like, I don't even don't talk to me. I'm just focused on one foot in front of the other, you know, like, just let me be. I don't even want like, don't even try to cheer me up. Uh, there was one point in our Georgia AT that was really funny because I explained to Allison that, you know, we're going unsupported as a team, but, you know, we took it really serious to the point where we were like, you know, we wouldn't even touch each other. Like we like, once we left Fly Gap, we were like, okay, kiss, goodbye. We'll, we're just running together. That's it. And so there had been, um, I was filtering my own water the entire day and I kind of got lazy late during our run on my hydration. And I was having a hard time getting food down because I needed water to just chew my sandwich and get it down. 
and I was out of water. And she's like, do you want any water of mine? And I just look at her. I'm like, that would ruin the attempt, the <laughs> integrity of this. I can't believe you would even begin to ask me that. <laughs> and then that was, I was fueled off that anger. <laughs> oh yeah. Just at his poor polls. At one point he's, he tripped or just stubbed his foot and he threw his poles, which he has a tendency to do. Oh, it's not and he broke his pole. <laughs> so, you know, he was already, you know, just having a little tantrum. And then all of a sudden his pole was, you know, a victim to it. So, you know. Hey, but we got still it. got it done. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was towards the end of um, the run and not like right in the middle, but it was pretty funny. Like I didn't want to laugh because I knew he was in a lot of pain, <laughs> but I was laughing a lot. <laughs> okay. Well, I think laughing a lot is the key to a healthy relationship because as you said, in life as well as in long FKTs, stuff will come up. Perfect is not going to happen. And so good job. This is a fun story. You two have made, re- you started a relationship, you got married during C-19 times and now you're continuing with it. And it's kind of nice to have a partner during these times. So people can, you know, go into Strava and FKT.com and find people of a similar ilk. And I note that your report, both you called out the other person in your written reports. It was, it was so lovely. For example, Ben wrote, we were so happy to be done. And it was nice to be able to give my wife a hug and a kiss. And thanks to my wife for being the best adventure partner. So this is, you know, kidding aside, well done, you two. This is lovely. Yeah, it's true because, you know, it's all about shared experiences. And, you know, through all this time, you know, during the week we're working and we're seeing everything on the news. And every weekend when we're in the mountains, you're not on your phone. You're not worrying. You're being socially distant and just being appreciative of what you have. Cause I feel like COVID has made you appreciate because so many things have been taken away of what's important, the people, the places and what you can do. And I feel like Saturdays or Sundays, whenever we went on our long runs on the AT were our chance to really appreciate it. And the thing is, if we didn't do this together or if one of us decided to do it, the other would be worried And, you know, we'll have these experiences our whole lives and we can look back and say, hey, remember when we did that stupid thing? And, you know, always know and always remember. And it just brings you closer. And it's just to know I have someone that loves me unconditionally, no matter how many times I fall or I bonk or I complain, you know, they know or they know how to help. So it's great to have. And well, I had to give my wife shout outs during my report because I'd be remiss if I didn't because there'd be other runners out there that would be trying to court my wife. This is a funny (laughs) story, Buzz. So having the Georgia Loop FKT, um, we were out running part of that course back in late last year. So maybe or early last year, January before COVID getting ready for uh, a race here in Georgia called the Georgia death race. And we're with a group of friends and a runner comes running the opposite direction from us and he's flying. And we're like, who is that? You know? 
and didn't think anything of it, but he was moving really well. Mm. And we get back to our car after, you know, probably a 20 mile run. And there's a note on my wife's windshield or girlfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. And it was the runner that we had passed. And he was like, Hey, I'm in town for training for Georgia death race. You know, you guys look like we maybe could link up and go for a run. And he left his phone number and it just said Ben from Vermont and I'm Ben from Georgia. So I'm like, (laughs) who's this Ben from Vermont guy, you know? So weeks go by COVID happens things get bad, races get canceled, so on. We go for a run in the mountains. I get back to my car, I check Instagram, and sure enough, on fastest known time, Ben Feinson from Vermont sets the unsupported Georgia Loop record within maybe 15 minutes of my supported time. And I'm like, wow, he's going not only for my girl, but he's also (laughs) going for my route. So I took it as a... uh, complete attack on everything that I hold dear. So I was like, you know what? I better go ahead and uh, put a ring on it. (laughs) So you will always get shout outs in my race reports. All right. This is a good example, Ben. Thank you. So listeners take careful note, time to step it up in more ways than one. Yeah. What was nice about setting Georgia loop FKT is there was finally someone not named Ben on the leaderboard on the uh, route page so it was nice to have you know another t- an, a time and a person not named ben yeah there's three there's three the- <laughs> okay ben's the ben's own the georgia loop but this is fun we're talking to people you're from atlanta georgia as we mentioned and i feel a little uh what's the word a little shy in that 10 things tend to be Western U.S. centric. We've noticed this for decades, like ultra running, trail running, it tends to be a little bit Western centric. So I'm very, very happy to involve all parts of the country, all parts of the world. We had someone from Austria, Innsbruck on last week, of course. Now you two from the Southeast where it's a hot scene. I mean, Georgia, people get after it there. Summers are tough, but right now where we're a little nippy here and there's plenty of ice on the trail, you two can get after it. Definitely the summers. I mean, I mean, it's poor man's altitude down here. Like once the humidity starts, you know, late oh, spring altitude. through okay. August, it's just absolutely miserable. But I definitely do feel like it helps. Um, you know, I always found it funny because before I found trail running, you know, I wasn't really too outdoorsy and my whole family's from Colorado. So, you know, growing up here in the South though, my dad would always call me a flatlander, you know? And then like, as I've gotten older, I'm like, dad, we have mountains. They're just only 4,000 feet tall, but we're littered with them. So, um, you know, it just puts it really into perspective though. Like when you go up into Georgia, you know, you're under tree line. So you're just in the green um, glow of all the trees, but you know, you get out to Colorado and it's like, everything's above tree line and just looks so gnarly, but you know, Our trails are pretty rugged. I think they're definitely underrated. Yeah, good call. And, of course, the highest mountain in the east is not Mount Washington up in New Hampshire, as most people think it is. No, it is Mount Mitchell, which is just just north of you. Absolutely. And that definitely has its own set of challenges and steeped in history as well. So there's some definite um, opportunities there to uh, run Pitchell and all the great things that those uh, guys up in North Carolina have concocted. Yeah, except I did a trail race last year and it included Mount Mitchell 
And I learned the hard way. Don't use road marathon training to train for a 50K that includes Mount Mitchell. It doesn't end well. <laughs> it doesn't or having end a faulty well. bladder or getting three hours of sleep. I can do a whole separate podcast on what not to do to train for an ultra. Mm, that's a good idea. We always talked about with good runners, good ideas, good tips, but we always could do the reverse. But Allison, you have heard quite a bit of it. So again, besides social media, thank you very much, Allison. You're answering the questions that come in through the contact form. So thank you very much for helping out. And I'm going to do a quick little call out here to one other person. We just added our 12th regional editor, Tyler Andrews. Uh, Tyler is now handling the FKTs that get submitted from South America, Central America, and the Caribbean, which is kind of fun. So thank you. That's 12 regional and uh, editors for most of the world, plus Allison, which would make 13. So if you uh, let's let's figure out. Let's see how you're doing, Allison. I'm gonna here's some of the questions that have come in. I'm going to ask you these questions. You can give the answers online. So this, you know, we've got to see how much you've learned here in this past few months you've been doing this. Are you ready? Is contestant number one ready? Okay. Okay. The first one is easy. The first one's a warm-up. A cup, this is the entire message. Couple skis 62 miles in seven hours to cross northern Lake Michigan. Unfortunately, our FKTs have to have at least 50% running. So if there's no running involved, unfortunately, due to our capacity, it can it won't count as FKT. Huge accomplishment. Congratulations. But unfortunately, it won't be an FKT. So water skiing across Lake Michigan doesn't quite count. Great job. Like huge, like the things we, we see on the website and the submissions, people are getting after it and it's amazing and inspiring. But unfortunately, we are only record keepers of running. Okay, good answer. Bing, bing, bing. You got that one correct. I think you're going to do pretty well here, but the question is going to get a little harder. Okay. And I'm, I'm, these are real, by the way. I'm not making them up, as you know. In your neck of the woods. Hello. Just wondering if there's an FKT for the Blue Ridge Parkway 469-mile ride. Once again, it, it, A, if it's not on our site, then we don't have it on record. doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It doesn't mean someone hasn't done it. We just don't have a verification or a record of it. Plus, it also goes back to the ride. Unfortunately, cycling is not part of fastestknowntime.com. So it could have been done. And I'm sure lots of people, they're relays of Blue Ridge Parkway. But unfortunately, we do not have it on our site. Bing. Allison, you're two for two here. But I'm not surprised. Um, now, here's here's one that just came in. This isn't actually a question. This is a new Root submission. Just to give listeners an example of what we're seeing. When we're seeing, what is it? Uh, about 50 submissions a day. People are shocked to hear this, but from all over the world. But here's a new route the London Monopoly Board Run. Wow. Did you happen to notice that? Did you, you probably didn't see that one, did you? 
I saw a couple of London ones, but I didn't see the, uh, which one was that? This is, I'm not making this up. People might think I'm making this up, which I'm quite capable of doing, but I'm not doing it this time. So they run to the named locations in the, in the UK version of the Monopoly board. So all the hotels and houses and things like that in their Monopoly game are actual locations. And so they see how fast you can run the literal Monopoly board. Well, we'll see if that one gets approved or not. So Peter Backlund is the person who approves the routes. And they're interesting, aren't they? For sure. I know with the um, with London, they have the Jubilee where you follow that trail, which has been really interesting to see the photos. And I think the biggest thing people need to know with submitting an FKT is what's compelling about it. What's going to make someone want to run it? What makes it notable and inspiring and, and make you say, hmm, instead of today, I want to try that. I want to attempt that route. And also the difference between a route and a Strava segment and knowing, you know, we're not doing top tens. We're not doing leaderboards. It's the best. It's the fastest. It's not the, Oh, almost, you know, it's not horseshoes and just (laughs) what makes it, you know, if we submitted every route, there would be over 10 million routes or, you know, a couple of times I've seen, Oh, I did this route and I also did it 10 times. Can those be two separate FKTs? No, because what makes 10 times different than doing it five times or doing it two times or doing it 11 billion times? I mean, if we did that, then we would have 11 billion times more. And Peter can only count so high, you know, and the site can only hold so much. So I just think when people submit things, what makes you want to do it? What makes it meaningful? And what would make it meaningful to someone that would want to attempt it? Bing. Allison, you're doing very well. Now, Peter can count quite high. He does, after all, have a PhD in physics from Harvard. But like you say, that doesn't mean anyone else wants to go out and do it, which is the crux. Okay, the next one came in all in Japanese. I can't read this, so we'll have to skip that one. Sorry about that. The next one, which I can read in English, it looks like someone created this route. It's called... uh, Alternative Transportation Path, New York, but no one has run it. I wanted to check if there, see if there were any attempts that were awaiting validation or if it was completely unattempted. So a lot of times people will just submit routes, which is cool because they have these ideas and they just want to help the community. And just if someone's wanting to do an FKT and they want to see if there's something local with travel restrictions and everything, it doesn't mean there's already something established. So you can set that benchmark. So just because there's no time on the site doesn't mean you shouldn't attempt it. So um, when I t- when someone says that, say, no, there's nothing. If we don't have it on the site or if someone's not in the message board saying they're going to attempt it, um, then we don't have a record of it. We're not withholding information. Like you say, with you know, 13 managing editors plus the commander in chief of Peter. Um, if someone's attempting it or someone did it, we will publish it and we're not hiding anything. We're not doing a surprise FKT. Um, 
So go after it. And that's why the message boards are so important and setting your intention. And, and what, you know, what we've done is if we're going out for a route or if we want some intel, that's where the message boards are so important. And it's such a great community where people are willing to offer information. Or if you're going for an FKT, ask the person that did it. You know, they, they may ask you, they may not give information. I've had several people ask me about Georgia Loop, Georgia AT, Bartram, um, everything. And, and in Good Sportsman, I'm going to ins- help and, and inspire others and, and want to help them because it's a fun route. And that's what the community is about. You know, I hope they do. And it's interesting. One girl said that she actually had my splits from certain gaps from Georgia loop. And it's just funny. Cause I'm like, why would you, that's intense. And, and I hope she does. She did her homework, which is also a key thing in FKTs. She knew the weather, she knew specific places to get water and also where to push it, which on another note is so important in FKTs. Good. Well, you certainly got that one correct, which is if it's not on our site, we don't know about it. And the opportunity is there for the literally the first known time to be established. So there's some low hanging fruit on our website, isn't there? Uh, particularly for ladies, we should call this out because 100%. we do have the yeah we have two gender categories, three if you include non-binary. So the ladies have some low hanging fruit. But some, I mean, but some of the women now are showing such impressive times and really doing the overall times, which uh, another thing and another initiative that I've seen is um, I saw another woman in Ohio who was the first woman to set an FKT in Ohio. And it was crazy to think about that. There weren't any other women FKTs. And so that's one thing I, another reason why I don't mind if someone has a question about a site, I want other women to do it. Other women should do it. And you know, with the proper safety and every other measurement and protocol, but go after it. Why not? Okay, good. Now we're going to have a hard question here, Allison. You know where this, you can might guess where this is coming from, where about one third of our questions coming from the distinction between supported, self-supported, and unsupported, right? These are, these are splitting some hairs. Tough one here coming up. So a person wants to go unsupported and of course they can't haul all their water for a three-day trip. They're going to have to get water. So if they walk into a gas station and obtain water, is that an unsupported trip? No, it is not because you are obtaining resources, not from, not, I should say that you're obtaining things from not a natural resource. It says in our guidelines on the website, (laughs) only water or things from natural resources. If you are buying food, it's not a natural resource. You're attaining it. Um, Even if you stash water ahead of time, that would be self-supported. Unsupported, you're carrying everything start to finish and getting the water from natural resources but yeah, gas stations. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Bing. You of course are correct. 
which is fortunate since you are the one answering those questions. But that's a that's interesting, isn't it? The whole unsupported self-support thing. And I would like to editorialize, as I've often done before, people should not worry about it so much. Do what is right. Do what feels good to you. Do what is natural and appropriate for the route that you want to do. Don't kill yourself trying to go unsupported. And also do your homework. When we did Georgia AT, that's also why we did every section. So we knew where are the water sources, where do we know we can rely on it, and where not. So we knew, okay, we need to fill up here. Okay, it won't be there. Or if there's no rain, um, what do we know is going to be a spring or other resources? I mean, the AT is full of water and places and also resources like Gaia, Gut Hook, White Blaze, Message Board, or also just talk to people that have done it. Um, that's the thing is you can't wing an FKT, especially something of that distance. And it's so important to do your homework if you want to be successful. And you don't get a hero award. You don't get a, um, you know, participation trophy if you, you know, do it without, do it unsupported. It's not like you get a special it's doing what you're comfortable with. There's no hero award, I should say. And I would say, yeah, I mean, doing what works best for you is critical. And I mean, I Georgia AT, for example, I mean, I've had my parents crew me on other attempts of other routes. The only reason I didn't have my parents crew it because I just didn't want to burden them. So that's why unsupported worked for us. It's like, hey, it's just logistically, I don't have to deal with that extra factor. I don't have to tell somebody where we're going to be, when to expect us. I just know that we have to rely on ourselves and it just made, it just took all the stress of the attempt off. So right, that's right. why I chose to go unsupported. That you were, you were self-contained. Exactly. I was like, I don't have to tell anybody where to meet me. I don't have to worry about being around my parents during COVID. I'm just, Hey, we're doing our own thing. So and we could start earlier. So we didn't have to say, oh, we can't start till 7 a.m. because that's where our crew is. Or if we're earlier, we have to wait on them. Yeah. We... Or if we didn't do it, you know, <laughs> because the weather, especially in Atlanta in the southeast with all the hurricanes has been crazy. And I mean, if we did it two weeks ago with all the blowdowns, I mean, there would be no way. Yeah. It takes the pressure off when you don't have to worry about a crew. You're not disappointing anybody if you're like, oh, I want to pull the plug or whatever. It's just, you just do it. So. Mm -hmm. Good call. Thank you. Well, Ben, you're quite knowledgeable. And Allison has told me that you have listened to every podcast. Is that correct? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, who knows? There might be a few that I haven't heard, but I, I would say at least 95%, if not higher. Terrific. Well, this is number 112. And Ben, as an expert on the topic, I'm going to ask you straight up, what could we do different? What could I do better? You can tell me. I can take it, Ben. What do you think? You know, well, I wouldn't be listening to it nearly as much if I had a whole lot of uh, negative criticism. But as far as constructive criticism, um, you know, I really feel like the um, year and wrap ups have always been really good. I enjoy hearing episodes with multiple guests. Um, so like 
those have always been intriguing. It's nice to hear um, from multiple people, especially like in having reoccurring guest hosts has been something that's been interesting. Like when Hillary Allen's on, I like to hear her take. Um, I also like just to hear, you know, I'm kind of a gear nerd. I like to hear what people have to say about what type of equipment that they use that made them successful. Um, it was interesting listening to, I believe it was the guy that did the Rocky Mountain Slam talking about the Whippet and what that is, you know, um, the ice axes and stuff like that. I mean, which is so outside of my uh, element being here in the Southeast. Obviously, we don't have snow <laughs> or anything like that, but it's still just like I love to hear about all things adventure and outdoors. So, um any type of, like I said, yeah, gear stories, um, and just adventure stuff, you know, like hearing stuff about, you know, when of Skirka or whoever, long trail stuff, all grade A favorite things. Yeah, Skirka and String Bean always give good perspectives of gear reviews and everything. Because um, you just learn so much and you learn what to do, what not to do. And and you just have a different perspective than just reading an article or reading a race report. And things come up when you're asking them questions. I think um, I would want like a heads up, like, hey, you're going to have this person on. What's something you want to know? And Or doing it live, I think would be cool. And another thing, and especially with the summer, with so many routes kind of being contested, especially like, let's say, like Wonderland, um, it'd be interesting to hear perspectives from both athletes at one time, I know that Dylan Bowman spoke with um, Tyler Green. So they interviewed each other, but it would have been nice to have a moderator talking to them both about their experience or um, same thing with Megan Hicks and Sabrina Stanley. Um, so many great inspiring stories that be cool to hear, um, you know, two different athletes and their experiences from a moderator. Those are good suggestions. I like that. So I think gear of the year, we'll probably do that again. Uh, that's a nice suggestion. Hillary Allen, you mentioned, I actually asked Hillary if she'd like to be our guest co-host again. And she said she was into it. She said, yes, we actually haven't managed to connect to do that. We were supposed to go on a bike ride together last week, but we didn't manage that. She spent about, what was it, six, nine, I forgot, in France. So she was gone uh, in France for most of the summer. So we might have Hillary back on. This is good stuff. And FKT of the year will be back. So we'll start working with that at the end of December. And you mentioned Skirk and String Bean. Okay, that's that's a good tip. Uh, the how-to podcast. I like that. So we, we certainly have access to the best people in the field. And lastly, Ben, you mentioned... Um, bringing in multiple people from the same route. That's a clever idea. So I'll see if I might talk to Debo and, and see if we might work that on the Wonderland Trail. Thank you for the suggestions, Ben. Especially as you gear up for FKT of the year, because that one will definitely, or Caitlin Gerben too, who set, didn't yeah, she set she, it too? Yep. So there's a lot of uh, Tahoe Rim Trail. every week. It's just so fun to look at and say, okay, who did what, or who's attempting or, Colorado Trail, too. I mean, there's so many. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, I mean, it's going to be more captivating than the Academy Awards to see who gets FKT of the year. <laughs> and you get to be a voter. 
So, so if anyone wants to, you know, you know, <laughs> get the judge, you know, and do some free gear. <laughs> you're gonna want to tell them your shoe size on air, so uh, people know. Uh, what's your Venmo? <laughs> <laughs> but somewhat seriously, we have FKT of the Year Award is a way to call out the community, to learn and grow together as a community and find out and be inspired by what other people are doing. The voting actually is, is very carefully controlled. So I, I do want to mention that. Joking aside, we really work this. I have about 20, 24 voters, and it's a secret private ballot. And, you know, it's counted very accurately. This year, the voters are going to expand to all the regional editors. So there's going to be um, probably 35, up to 40 voters. And I make sure the voters are female and male and of geographic dis distributions. So they're not clustered in one part of the country. And I try to make sure they have a range of interests, you know, so it's not all through hikers, uh, things like that. So that'll be coming back. A little over a month now. Thanks for the tips on that. And like you say, there's some hot, hot roots this year. And you still have time. I mean, there's still, I mean, it is getting lots of leaves down and with daylight savings, but there's still people going after it. I mean, every week um, I enjoy the newsletter too. And a lot of people should subscribe to the newsletter for the FKT of the week and just seeing what people are doing and also the causes. Um, one woman did the white whim, white whim. I can't even talk white rim trail and did it for MS and every 10 miles was dedicated to someone, including her dad and, and seeing the causes that people are doing um, all these FKTs for and raising awareness and, and being inspired, not just to get the fastest known time, but raising awareness of their causes. Good point. I like that. And thanks for calling out the newsletter that comes out every Monday morning. I will put a sign up link in the written show notes. So people definitely should click on that. There's no, we don't do ads. I mean, it's a very good content heavy newsletter that gets free into your inbox. I appreciate that. So Allison, wow, you're on obviously social media. So you mentioned the TRT, the Tahoe Rim Trail, the Colorado Trail, the Wonderland Trail. Anything else catch your eye? Um, that's been done or that I want to do? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, sorry. That's a good clarification, isn't it? Well, I guess we were talking about FKT of the year. So what, what has caught your, your eye that would qualify for that or really opened your eyes? Um, one thing definitely is the Ice Age Trail with um, Corey Waltering and, mm -hmm. and doing that. I mean, what an accomplishment and what an athlete. I mean, he does it all. Eco challenge, rocking a Speedo. I mean, doing a, that trail and for that long and going through his ankle. And, and that was what was cool about also on the site of the tracking now is you got a play by play. Also, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about Liz Anos and doing the AT I mean, that was truly inspiring, especially we talk about women FKTs and, and going out and just crushing it. I mean, every day. And, and our friend who also FKT holder, um, El Matador, went, um, helped her through some as he works on the AT and just guiding and, and being a steward of, of the land. And, and it just shows you the community and seeing all these people rally together to help her accomplish her goal. And so I think she definitely deserves um, special 
Yeah, she had a hell of a run. Oh, my gosh. And she took some of my crowns on Strava, but I was okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) You got the uh uh-oh notification. Oh, that's the worst thing. And and I have a lot of running jokes with my friends um, when we steal each other's crowns to the point where I've gone on runs just to steal their crown and then run home. Right. Sure. (laughs) And then they do it back. It's funny. Exactly. Ben, anything caught your eye? Oh, man, just the progression on the Wonderland Trail over the past several years. I mean, from what Ryan Gelfie did to what Dylan Bowman did, and then just to see it dropped again, like six days later, whatever it was, was just incredible. And then what Kaylin Gerben did, I just think, yeah, that was some really good running there in the Northwest this summer. And I mean, and Nolan's, Nolan's was an incredible Incredible couple months there between Sabrina Stanley and Megan Hicks. Definitely very inspiring. And also the men doing it and going after it and unsupported. Oh, yeah. Joey Campanelli. Mm -hmm. I cannot. And he started it. Yeah. I mean, gosh, I I feel like we forget that he absolutely destroyed it. So, yeah, that's definitely up there. And also the Penine Way and that back and forth. John Kelly and Damian Hall. Yeah. Yeah, So so. there's a, there is a, it's going to be very tough this year guys i think uh it's gonna it's hopefully we don't, won't have any recounts but i think uh they will be able to handle it Ooh, <laughs> that's why wow. we have peter peter will handle it all and we're in good hands but i feel like we're doing a play-by-play we should do a recap because there are just so many it's hard to even think about because i mean like you say in covid years there's it feels like forever and we'd be remiss to forget any because there've been so many to think about. Right. Right. It is a little hard to keep track of. You two did an excellent job of that. And I I like the little side joke there, Ben, hopefully no recounts coming from a person who lives in Georgia. So politics, unfortunately, I think will be in the news for you two for the next two months. We, um, are very inundated with it right now, but you know, I'm very proud of our state for, um, you know, yeah, we won't go too political, (laughs) but we were very, very proud of the news and, and knowing it's official and we did our due diligence and we'll be helping with this Senate runoff and everything. And very excited to see the progression of our state. Good work. Excellent. Uh, thanks for sharing your time here on this Sunday morning. It right now, I should let our listeners know it is November 15th and this podcast will be out this coming Friday as always. And the listeners, if you like this, please rate it. Interestingly enough, wherever you subscribe and please do subscribe, it's way easier that way. If you want to give it five stars, you know, that just means other people find it. It really works so that if you like it, other people can find out about it simply by the rating that you give it. So feel free to do that and feel free to go on the website and kick a little uh, money in the direction of Fastest Known Time LLC. None of us have gotten paid at this point in time. And so the donations keep the show on the road. That's how it works nowadays. Or if you're a grant writer, you can write a grant for us. And so we get something from the MacArthur Foundation. But short of that, consider a Patreon subscription. Yes, we are Patreon supporters and appreciate all you do because what you all have started in creating this community, I mean, 
it's cheaper than match.com <laughs> and any other dating site. So, you know, and we're forever grateful. It's worth its weight in gold of establishing a community, having that rapport, having a challenge when you don't have races, think about how much money you spend on races and you have FKTs instead that you can kind of set your own race, name your own adventure, choose your own adventure and have a goal to accomplish. And you can shoot your shot. And if you miss, it's no one's going to know. You don't get a DNF. You don't get a DNS. It's just your own adventure and your own accomplishment. Good call, Allison. Thank you for your volunteer efforts for the website. You called us out, but here's to you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. This is Ben's dream come true, besides marrying me. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you.